0: وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. rahim Alhamdulillah. Was-salatu was-salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. My brothers and sisters, people say, I love you, and they don't mean it. That is happening more and more often sometimes we claim to love Allah but do we mean it yes we are the creatures of Allah we have to love our maker so Allah says well I'm going to show you how to prove your love to me and how to earn my love so if I say I love you O Allah I love Allah I love my maker How should I show that? I mean, I wouldn't ever like someone to tell me I love you and then do everything against what I want or what would make me happy. Imagine someone tells you I really love you but they're hurting you all the time. They're going against what would make you happy. They're doing things that would make you sad, upset or angry. Is that love? Subhanallah. That's just a statement. I love you. You need to be true even if you haven't uttered that statement. So Allah says, you claim to love Allah. Well, we want to show you, follow our messenger. We sent you a messenger. We told you to follow the messenger. Follow him. And in return, I will love you too. Subhanallah. Verse number 31 of Surah Al-Imran. Allah says, tell them, O messenger, if you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then follow me and Allah will love you and on top of that he will forgive your sins for indeed he is most forgiving most merciful Allah says if you really love Allah follow the messenger and if you're really trying your best to follow the messenger Allah will love you and he's going to forgive your sins knowing that you may not be able to be perfect because you're just a human being But the fact that you are trying and you continue trying and whenever you faltered, you keep coming back on the path and you keep trying again and again. Allah says, we're going to forgive you because Allah is the most forgiving, the most merciful. So look at the hope that Allah has given us and look at the way he heals our hearts by telling us, I'll forgive you. I'm the most forgiving, most merciful. Don't worry, you're not perfect. You're a human, you will falter. But do you acknowledge that you have to follow the messenger? The answer is yes, I have to and I must. And I'm trying my best. There's no point in saying, I'm a Muslim, I follow Allah, I love Allah, and I'm trying my best, but then you're not really trying your best. If you're saying you're trying your best, make sure you push yourself to do the right thing. In that way, you will achieve true contentment. Like I've said before, you cannot achieve that healing and true hope in the mercy of Allah unless... It comes from Allah Himself, your relationship with Allah. May Allah grant it to us. I want to give you an example of Zakaria salam. He was one of the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He didn't have male offspring. Verse number 38 makes mention of a dua, a supplication that he made at old age, saying, Rabbi min Oh Allah, grant me, bless me with pious offspring, someone who can carry my lineage, someone who can do good. So Allah says, we replied him, we granted him, we told him to remain silent for a time, subhanallah. We told him to remain quiet, three days, three nights, subhanallah. My brothers and sisters, why remain quiet? Because at an old age, his wife was expecting, he didn't know how to manage that embarrassment. Allah gave him the healing. And there was a lot of hope because number one, his dua, his supplication was answered. And number two is he was saved from the embarrassment. So Allah, when you do the right thing, he will save you from embarrassment. Yes. And he will grant you what you're asking him for when he knows it's better for you. If he hasn't given it to you, you need to be convinced that, you know what, this wasn't a good thing for me. So here is Zakaria alayhi salam. He asks Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching him how there is healing in silence. There is hope in silence. Sometimes people accuse you, they say things about you. Sometimes you just have to be quiet. It's too big for me to clarify here. If I'm going to clarify it, I'm going to create a bigger disaster compared to what there is right now. So I'd rather just leave it in the hands of Allah. That's good enough. Develop a thick skin. You'll be okay. Just worry about what Allah thinks of you. How your relationship is with Allah, in other words. And don't worry about what people think of you. Because people will never be satisfied. They will never be satisfied. No matter what you do, they will stab you in the back. Some of your best friends will let you down at some point. It's expected. They are human too. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us this good news. And one of the beautiful verses of healing that comforts me so much is, you know... People plan and plot against us sometimes. People actually plan our downfall and we're not even privy to what's going on. We don't even know what's happening because they're doing it behind closed doors. They're planning, plotting, trying online, offline, wherever it may be that our marriages fail, our business fails, our health fails. Perhaps we see disaster, our families break and so on. People are like that. So Allah tells us, something very interesting verse number fifty four of Ali Imran وَمَكَرَ they plot and plan and Allah plans and Allah is the best of the planners so they there is a plot by them there is a plot by Allah there is an evil plan by them there is a counter plan by Allah and whose plan is the best it's Allah's so Allah says Do your best and leave the rest in the hands of Allah. Don't think about things. Sometimes we become so negative. Everything around us, we try to think of why it's negative. Don't do that. This person's too good to be true. Let me find fault in this person. There must be something amiss. This can't be right. It's too good to be true. Yes, sometimes when there is a big business deal and a person says, give me a dollar, I give you $10 million. I mean, if that was the case, they wouldn't want you to give them a dollar in the first place. Didn't you think of that? But no, we get conned. But when it comes to people and the general living with people, don't doubt people for nothing. Leave them to Allah. I'll read your dua for protection. Protect yourself. Be a little bit alert. But never mind. It's okay. You will have to interact with people. Sometimes they let you down. We will cross that bridge when we get to it. When, if you start worrying from now and you don't have a habit of leaving things in Allah's hands, you will never, never be able to heal there'll never be hope for you because you will be depressed you doubt every person around you that's not fair so remember this allah is telling us wamakaru wamakar allah wallahu makirin they will plot allah plots allah plans in the case of allah it's a good plan in their case it was a bad plan and allah is the best of planners nobody can win now One might say that okay that verse was revealed regarding warfare, yes it was revealed regarding warfare and it was revealed regarding some other things but the lesson remains that Allah will continue to protect us from what he has said that he plans as well. So call out to Allah to protect you. The verses of protection like I said absolutely important and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or grant us ease. Now, one thing that heals us is communication. When we talk to people, we will be able to heal our hearts and ourselves, especially those who are against us at times, those who've plotted our downfall, maybe people we're doubting or something of that nature. If you can talk to iron out your differences, or at least to, to find the grounds upon which you are, it would heal a lot within you. And this is why if you look at the people of the book, the Christians, the Jews and so on, and the belief structure, very similar to Islam, but Allah speaks about how important it is to communicate with them, to have a dialogue not in order to give up your faith, but in order to understand each other better and explain to each other what exactly we believe. So Allah says in verse number 64 of Surah Al-Imran, قُلْ يَا أَهْلَ الْكِتَابِ تَعَالَوْ إِلَىٰ كَلِمَةٍ سَوَائِمْ بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَكُمْ you know, say, O Messenger, ﷺ, to the people of the book, the Jews, the Christians, that come, come, let us talk about this common word that is between us. We worship our maker alone and none else. The idea here is to commence that communication, to give the message across, to be able to talk, to be able to give them an opportunity to ask, to respond. And the lesson I want to draw from this is it expands also to our relationships with others, be it your spouse, your parents, anyone it is. If Allah is telling you to talk to the people of the book to solve matters, then to talk to others to solve matters is even more important. SubhanAllah. Resolve the matters. Talk to them. Speak. Don't be afraid of talking. What are they going to say? Speak once, twice, three times. Have 10 meetings, 20 meetings. Try to resolve the matter. Allah will give you healing. If you cannot resolve the matter after that, at least you know I didn't leave any stone unturned. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all. A kolu kawlihada, wa sallallahu ala salama wa baraka ala nabea Muhammad.